0: Friday but for me every day is a good day. It's Friday. Good morning good morning. Oh, it's not Friday. <laughs> In my head is Friday. Andrea, like really. <laughs> um, Andrea, I'll call you and tell you about that. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning anyway. It's not Friday. Good morning. <laughs> I have to tell you about that. No, you didn't, miss <laughs> you didn't miss a day. Your sister, I'll talk to you. I'll call you. You missed a day. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations. Hey, Jamaica, I just love you. Uh, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Hey, Miss Vicky, it's called Ain't No Need to Worry. Um, it's in a royalty-free gospel music. I like that, too. Like, I like that a lot. Um, I I think I've said this before. I love music, but, like, I love music. And I'm a writer, and so music um, helps me produce Right now, I'm in the position of writing. Um, I am the featured poet on Coffee, Coffee Night. Yeah, I, I, y'all, it's fine. I mean, I know it's Thursday. Thank y'all. <laughs> I'm the featured poet for, hey, good morning. Hey, hey, Ink for Life. I'm the featured poet. Um, October the 11th at the coffee house. So I am very particular about my music right now because it gives me the vibe and the energy. Hey, Listed Queen, we got to get me some jeans and a t-shirt. We got to get me some jeans and a t-shirt. I need to come see you. I really just want to come watch you create because I love creative people. Uh, but we need to get me some jeans and a t-shirt done for sure. You're so talented, so gifted, so proud of you, sis, for launching, jumping out there and doing your thing. That's a big, I'm watching God grow you. And I'm telling you, he's proud and impressed. And I'm, what is worth, I'm proud and impressed as well. I'm sorry. Um, everybody knows I love to esteem and encourage. It's not Friday, it's Thursday. Mentally in my head. I wanted it to be Friday, I guess. I don't know. Uh well, welcome to Copy and Conversations with Lakeisha. Uh we are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live. Love You More. And today we're gonna to be talking about friendship um, and the characteristics of friendship. See, there's a godly standard even for friendships, and I have noticed over the years and over the time the value for friendship wavers. It's a little funky. Uh people fall in. and fall out all of the time Um, people don't know the value of real and lasting friendship most people don't know how to be a good friend Um, the characteristics of true friendship and and a lot of us are dysfunctional in friendship because our parents were dysfunctional in friendship or we really learned um, bad friendship Um, That's why you see a lot of gossiping, um, a lot of things to destroy a relationship. The enemy is big on destroying relationship. And so if he can find any door to get in, any door to get in, bad communication, um, one incident that occurred, to destroy a friendship because he knew he knows without a doubt that God created us to be interrelated, interconnected, inter- interdependent. If he destroys a Uh, earthly friendship, then he knows that we're not going to have the relationship that we need to have as Christ, um, in Christ, and being brothers and sisters in Christ. If I can destroy your friendship, then you won't focus on your relationship as brothers and sisters in Christ. And I was a, I was no friend. Um, I was an okay friend. I became a better friend. I'm a good friend. And now my job in life is to become a great friend. So anytime y'all see me start studying this, like I'm really getting ready to dive into this friendship thing, because a lot of things, especially what happens among women, is we experience these broken friendships, and then once we experience these broken friendships, the enemy's goal is to get you to put a guard up so strong that you won't be vulnerable anymore, that you won't be transparent anymore, and you won't have healthy relationships, and then you go and have relationships that are so freaking dysfunctional, right, that are dysfunctional, you're not gauging the relationship, you don't understand the person that you're around, even though I'm very lighthearted, even though I'm very... um, jovial and i'm in a good mood probably 100 percent of the time i'm just being honest 99 of the time i'm not real joking my jokes are different um i don't get and understand a lot of humor that a lot of people would think is funny um i'm really i have a serious side of my nature so if you don't take time to learn me as a friend and you assume you know me or you Uh, connect a certain part to my characteristics what will happen is it would also lead you to handle me improperly and so are we going to talk about some characteristics to to some friendships we might get it all out today it might be a two-part series we're going to see where the Lord takes this thing but the God the goal the goal the goal is the goal the goal is here to have healthy relationships and that's good good Robert that you're a friend of God, but we got to be friends on here on earth. God has put some specific things in place about our relationships here on earth. And if we are friends of God, brother, then we better be friends to other people. If we love God, you can't love God and not love people. You can't serve God and not serve people. They, They don't, they don't, that's don't mix that's oil and water they don't mix so if you love god you love people if you serve god you serve people and that comes out in your attitude so let's pray pray that your heart and your mind and your spirit is open, is open to receive today make sure you share this video today this video is really about restoring relationships restoring relationships this week has really been about relationships restoring relationships Even my friendship helped my marriage when my marriage was in a crisis. So I'm telling you, friendship is essential and important. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the word today. We thank you for divine impartation and revelation, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for sonship, for we are sons and daughters of God, Lord God. We thank you for the capacity and ability to love people. The way that you intended us for us to love people, Lord God, we cast aside every way we cast aside every premises, every thought, every position that we had on friendship, Lord God. And Lord, we open our hearts, our minds, our spirits and souls today. To become better friends, to become, to love our brothers and sisters in Christ like we're supposed to. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Bless this word today that it not fall on deaf ears, Lord God. Let it be multiplied for kingdom work for your glory alone now holy spirit go do what only you can do in jesus name amen if you're just logging on i titled this best friend we're talking about friendships and relationships and how the enemy has just did everything in his power to destroy our friendships and our relationships here on earth and my brother robert said something important he was like i'm a friend of god but it ain't no way You're going to be a friend of God. It ain't no way you're going to be a friend of God and you're not a friend of other people that you don't have healthy friendships. I have some really amazing friendships. I have, I see OB on here. I have a a tribe. I grew up with three guys, it's four of us. And um, out of all my long standing friendships, those friendships go way, like way back. Um, I'm the only princess in the group. Those are my brothers. We've never crossed boundaries. We've never crossed lines. And the level of the friendship that we have is a depth that you probably, but that no one would understand. Um, they are my, when one of our brothers was in a crisis and he needed a kidney, I was trying to figure out how to give him a kidney. That's how we love each other. That's how intense we are with each other. Sometimes we go periods without talking to each other, but we fall right back into that realm. And I promise you, if you charged at me with one of my brothers, their issue becomes my issue. Their issue becomes my issue. But the space between us is so dope. We dog each other. <laughs> They don't dog me as much. They don't dog me as much. But we dog each other out. But we love each other with an intensity and a tenacity. And you are talking about, man, 30, 35 years of friendship since we've been 13, 14, uh, 30 years of friendship. That's 30 years of friendship. That's my long. Those are my longest friendships. And I have my best friend and I have some other really close friends. And so I wanna to talk to you today about real true friendships. The first scripture that I'm gonna give you is Ecclesiastes 4:9 and 12. And it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. And one of the things that I've seen consistently is that people don't think two are better than one? I run into people all the time who've been damaged, who've been hurt by people who were already probably broken people. And then what happens is they take, the, they push back from the table. They make a decision not to be vulnerable or transparent anymore because of a broken relationship that they have experienced. You have to remember that hurt people hurt people, hurt people hurt people. Like, hurt people hurt people. And so there has to be an understanding true relationship. There has to be this parameter or this space or this gap that allows you to understand that when people are hurt or damaged or in funky spaces, they don't necessarily know how to be really good friends. Nikki, I see that, but you have to make sure in in the being of hurt that you don't go and replicate or duplicate that in the environments around you. Because what I found out is individuals that are hurt, right? Even though they hate that, they go and duplicate that in other relationships. They take what they don't want to happen and duplicate that in other relationships. And so the two are better than one. You need some friends. You need some friends. You You need some friends. If you don't have friends, you need to call me, DM me, figure out something. And we need to figure out how to get some friends. I didn't have friends, right? And my husband and I were best friends, right? But you need some friends. You need, some, you need some friends. You are not meant to be in this world alone. You need some friends. If you ain't got no friends, if you ain't got no sisterhood, if everybody is your enemy, if everybody is hating on you, then we need to sit down and have a conversation and do an evaluation about why you ain't got no friends. Because you really probably ain't got no friends because you don't know how to be a friend. We're just going to keep it real, real this morning. We're going to sip tea, sip coffee, whatever you drinking, and keep it real, real this morning. You probably ain't got no friends because you don't really know how to be a friend. I had to come to that reality, I was talking to my husband, I was like, man, I really ain't got no friends, and he looked at me so solemn one day, and he was like, yeah, because you don't know how to be a friend, you don't know how to be a friend, you don't know how to just let people be, you're always trying to fix and change people and all this other stuff, and I was like, wow, and he just began to like rip me a new one, (laughs) he just began to rip me a new one, but I'm glad he did, because what it did was put me in a self evaluative place, right, A self-evaluated place so that I could understand and become a better friend. Our goals in friendships and relationships are not to fix our friends. It's not to fix our friends. If you're in relationships and you're constantly trying to fix your friend or you're in a relationship and you're constantly the person that's always saying, you know, everybody leans and depends on me, then we need to shake up your friendship pool. We need to shake up your friendship because there should be some constant interchanges in between people. Um, it is a process. It's a it's a process. It's a process. But it's easy when we choose the way of love. It's easy when we true cho- choose the way of love. True friendships are really, really ra- rare. True friendships are really rare. And so in this in this thing, and it's because most of us learned bad relationships, most of us learned horrible, bad relationships. And so if true friendship is really rare, uh, John 15 and 13 says greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down their life for their friends, that someone lay down their life for their (laughs) friends. That you lay it down. And if you ain't if you're in a friendship or a relationship and you know you ain't going to lay down your life for this person, then I don't know what type of friendship you'll have. Yeah, praying to God people will send the right people in our lives and praying that those of us that are broken don't reject the right people that come in our lives. Don't reject their life for you bright people that come in our lives. So having these healthy friendships and relationships are necessary. God created us to be companions. But that goes the other way. Having bad friends. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer to a brother. So having the right friends at all. And we saw yesterday when I talked. We saw yesterday when I talked what it's like to have friends of faith. If you ain't got no friends of faith like the man on the roof head, you need some friends of faith. You need some friends that will come in that will be their faith, their faith. Luke 5 and 20, he said their faith. Jesus said to them, faith, (laughs) their faith, not just his faith, because of their faith, right? And their faith, their faith, because of their faith, right? Because of their faith. Their faith is what changed, changed. What if you have a friend that helps you, but hurts you as well? You got to evaluate that friendship, Dishana. You got to evaluate if that's the friendship that you're you're supposed to be in. One of the key characteristics of a friendship is unconditional love. A true friend loves at all times, regardless of what you do, what happens, where life takes you. A true friend is gonna love you on your very worst day. On your very worst day. Love you on your very worst day. A true friend is gonna love you on your very worst day. It don't matter. I was looking and studying the friendship between Jonathan and David. This is one of the most powerful friendships in the Bible. I can't read all of this, but if you get to 1 Samuel, read 1 Samuel 18, and it says, I'm just gonna give you this part. It says, and Jonathan made a solemn pact with David because he loved him as he loved himself. This is even before Jesus put this in place. Jonathan loved him as he loved himself. And I'll be honest, A lot of reasons we can't have healthy friendships and relationships is because we love ourselves so jacked up, right? We love ourselves so jacked up that we cannot like we cannot get into the relationship or healthy from a healthy place, love anywhere else because we really don't know how to love ourselves right. So, Deshauna, even when you ask me this, and we're gonna probably have to part two this, even when you ask me this about this friendship. Or about this relationship, right? Even when you ask me about this friendship and relationship, if they're hurting you while helping you, it's probably because they have some help, hurt, they hurt themselves in places. Healthy loving people who are in good spaces do not hurt people. Healthy loving people who are in good spaces do not hurt people. They do not hurt people, and if they do hurt people, they are really quick to repent. I am really quick to repent, and my my mouth is sharp sometimes. And how I did it used to be. Let me say that because I'm I'm done. My mouth used to be sharp. My mouth used to be sharp. Now I'm in a different space. I don't want to. I intentionally don't want to damage anybody I'm connected to. I intentionally. I don't want to damage. But God had to grow me to to this place for me to understand I represent him in every relationship. And I cannot justify at any point or any time me haphazardly treating somebody or mistreating somebody. Even coming into the notion of saying, oh, I'm just having a bad day. Oh, I'm just having a bad day. Even if I'm having a bad day, it doesn't mean that I get to mistreat you in my bad day. But that comes from a lot of self-awareness, that comes from a lot of work on myself, that comes from a lot of time before the Father, understanding how He loves us and how much we need to love those that we're connected to, like we need to connect it to. And first of all, even though we use the word friendship, for those of us who are Christians, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. And so we're supposed to be loving at a capacity and difference. I want to give you the definition for loyalty, because this is lost somewhere. This is lost somewhere. I need to give you the definition for loyalty. Loyalty is a loss somewhere. When someone does something you don't like, loyalty is compromised. And I used to be like that. I used to be like that. If I got frustrated with a friend, I would go tell something to another friend. Well, now if I get frustrated with a friend and I got something to say to another friend, I'm coming to tell my friend that also. I'm coming to tell that friend that also. But but loyalty is a lot of loyalty is support, allegiance, faithfulness, and devotion. To be loyal, to be devoted devo- to to be devoted to, to support, to have allegiance, to have faithfulness. Hey, Muncie, to have faithfulness towards this person, to be faithful towards this person. And we're missing the characteristics of this in our relationship. We're missing the characteristics of this in our relationship. And we keep haphazardly treating each other, thinking there's no more. And the Lord is like, no, I'm saying to you, greater love has no one that someone can lay down their life for them. And so I'm going to ask you a few questions this morning and you evaluate your own self. Can people trust your promises? If you're such a good friend, can people trust your promises? Do you mean what you say? Do you mean what you say? There are friends. Proverbs 18, 24 says there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Like, can people trust your Do you know yesterday I was sitting, going back to my phone, looking at anything that I had promised anyone, looking at anything that I had said to anyone so that I could make sure and do exactly what my words said. Because if I love you and if I'm a friend to you and I'm right where I'm supposed to be, I should be able to catch myself, even in my busyness and be what I need to be. One of the things that I'm having to work on in friendships is being present, being present. Sometimes I'm so busy, I miss the art of being present. Putting my phone down, putting my phone down, right? Putting my phone down when I'm around my friends and giving them my undivided attention because they need me. And when someone says they need me, I ate lunch with a friend of mine the other day and I really need to apologize. But when she asked me to go to lunch, I was also caught up in something, but I should have set my phone to the side. And she was like, I need you to put your phone down and hear me. And so I owe her lunch now. Because I need to be able to hear her at all costs. So true, true friendship, um, unwavering support, that you support me no matter what. See, the characteristics of friendship are still the characteristics of Christ. Christ loves us unconditionally. There's unwavering support. True friends are in it for the long haul. It's not based on whether or not I'm dating someone you like or doing something you don't like, or um, I've gone somewhere you don't like. I've made a decision. I have some friends that's made some decisions of stuff that I don't even agree with. I have some friends that live contrary to what I believe with, but my friendship and my loyalty to them, my friendship and my loyalty to them is so for real, that I can love them in the space that they're in. That's the level of friendship that we're supposed to. The willingness to challenge them. The willingness to challenge them. I'm also going to challenge you. Love and support is not ignoring the words they need to hear. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. True friends will correct. True friends will correct. True friends will correct. Um, Proverbs 27 and 5 says a better or a better an open rebuke or a better and open rebuke is better than hidden love. If I love you, I'ma correct you. If I love you, I'ma correct you. If I love you, I'm not gonna allow you to injure yourself. I, I'm gonna intervene if I really, really love you. I'm not getting ready to sit up. I'ma be honest with you. I'ma talk the word with you. If, if I know you living contrary to what the Lord has as your best, I'ma share the information with you. But what I'm gonna do is, I'm not gonna do is, I'm not gonna try to force you into a situation. I don't force my faith on anybody. I live my faith. I used to. I don't force my faith. I give you what I'm eating. I share with you what I'm reading. It's up for you to take the rest. And then after a, a while, I'm going to back up. But most of us live in so much offense, we can't even have friends in our life. We can't even have friends in our life who'll correct us. Somebody tried to correct you or say something to you, you offended. You're so easily offended. You're so tender. You don't wanna hear what's right. And it's like, no, I love you enough to tell you, you're headed to hell. Or I love you enough to tell you, you're damaging yourself. And and if you know how much I love you, if you're secure in the friendship, if you're really secure in the friendship, then you know I'm not coming to you. Nobody should be able to tell my friends, not my acquaintances, not my associates, nobody should come and be able to tell any of my friends Anybody, I, anything I say, they should be like, nope, don't receive it, don't have it, because I know how much she loves me. A true friendship also isn't one-sided. It isn't one-sided. It's full of grace. It's full of grace. True friendship, forgive when nearly given. True, true friendship. I have friendship. I'm a friend with my boys. I'm developing a better friend with friendship with my boys. I'm headed to see one of my sons at work today just because, just to encourage him. I'm picking out a little card, telling him how much I love him, even being with my friends. Do you know what saved the difficult t- times in my marriage? Was our friendship. My husband and I were friends, and we were the best of friends. Like, our friendship. Is what saved the difficult times in our marriage. Our friendship saved it. So, when I and we let up, we left a place for each other to be vulnerable, for each other to be be transparent, and we had some real hard conversations. But if it wasn't for those real hard conversations, I'm telling you, at year 10, I would have walked out. But because our friendship took precedence, it allowed our marriage to be to operate at levels most people couldn't operate i was able to come and tell my husband some things that most people would have been like man bye and he was like i get where you're at and i'm gonna love you right here in this place so really all your friendships you should be the best of friends or best friends you should be the best of friends or best friends like in your my friendship say my marriage my friend, I'm more interested in your friendship. I don't want to damage the friendship because I know when the the places get rough, what'll carry our marriage through is the friendship. Some of the things that, uh, some of the reasons he didn't hurt, he didn't hurt, and I didn't hurt each other was because we valued the friendship. Jonathan and David had this intensity and love for each other there's such an intensity and in love that Saul, jonathan's father was after david he wanted to kill david he became john and jonathan still jonathan still swore to david he still swore to david. it says in here first samuel 2016 it says so jonathan made a solemn pact with david saying may the lord destroy all your enemies he was talking about his daddy he said may the lord destroy all your enemies And Jonathan made David reaffirm his vow of friendship again, for Jonathan loved David as he loved himself. He knew his dad was an enemy. And he still said, may he destroy all your enemies. So this friendship thing, this best friend thing, all your friends should really be your best friends. This art of friendship is necessary. It's important. God created us to be relational. The enemy does not want you to have good healthy friendships. He doesn't want you to be unfor- he doesn't want you to be forgiving. He doesn't want you to be loving. He doesn't want you to be merciful. He doesn't want you to be gracious. He doesn't want you to operate in a space to allow someone to be transparent and vulnerable and be themselves. And so we got to reset our friendships so that we walk into these relationships the way that God intended us to walk into these relationships. The the broken relationships are destroying kingdom intentionally. The broken relationships are instro- destroying kingdom intentionally. Women tell me I, I ain't got no friends. I have a hard time with women. I just say the same thing. And it was because I was a hard, difficult woman. I was a hard, I got some of the best. I got some sisters. I got some relationships right now that are so overwhelmingly healthy. And when they're not healthy, I do a system check to see what my part, my dysfunction is in this. What is my dysfunction in this? But if you love me, my friend, your support, your allegiance, your faithfulness, your devotion to me has to be a guarantee. You got to be gracious. You got you to gotta steal iron sharpen iron, right? But there's got to be some grace in there. There's got to be some love. There's got to be some mercy in there. You should never be in a space where you go talk about a friend to another friend. If it is, it's come on, girl, pray. Or if it is, don't get your butt involved in that. I'm going to handle her. I told one of my friends about my well friends, that ain't for you to handle with her right now because I got a sister group. I need to handle her. I need to talk to her right now. I need to talk to her right now. And we get so caught up in Christian, all you my brother and sister in Christ, which is what? But if we were really a brother and sister in Christ, then what the scripture said, what, what good is a man to lay down? his? so will you lay your life down for me? Will you really lay your life? If you're really a good friend, ask yourself, will you lay your life down? For the people that you're around and the people that you're connected to, would I really, really lay my life down for them? Would I give up? What would I give up for them? How devoted am I to them? How faithful am I to them? The art of friendship is necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary. And if you're having a hard time having friends, evaluate yourself. Because I'm telling you, the difficulty is because. You don't know yourself enough. You don't know, I got a, I got a meter for what people believe. Like I do, I have this meter for when I, and I can understand when you believe what you're saying out your mouth and what you're not, my discernment gift there is strong. My discern. I can pick up when people are jealous. I can pick up when people, and they can be smiling and I know they ain't even sincere, right? And I'm talking about friends, but my capacity to love them is past that space. And so we got to remember that in this, Forgiving, unwavering, loyal, committed. And if you know you haven't been a good friend, I want you to repent right now. I got some things I need to repent for. I got some things I need to repent for. I want you to repent right now if you know your friendship, your your friendships, your relationships have suffered. Because I'm going to tell you something, even little seeds sown in darkness grow root. You sip your tea on that one. Even little seeds sown in darkness grow roots. Grow roots. They can still grow roots. So if you sown little things off to the side in your friendships, and your relationships and stuff that you say about people, and then you gotta know what who's a friend and not a friend. Some of y'all have entered into relationships to be friends with people, and you need to employ them, or you need to mentor them, or you need to whatever you gotta know the difference in the relationships you have. A lot of times we don't know the difference in the relationships we have. And so since we don't know the difference in the relationships we have, we mishandle the relationships. That's why you gotta spend time asking the Lord, what are you bringing this person into my life for? What are are you bringing this person into my life for? Why are they here? What are they, stop running into everything because you feel chemistry and connection. Stop running into everything. There may, You need to qualify the relationship. Might be some chemistry and connection. We have chemistry, I got chemistry with a woman. I got a connection with a woman. You need to qualify the relationship. Qualify the purpose of the relationship. <laughs> qualify the purpose of the relationship. i just kept connecting to everybody. Cut, don't, don't do that. Qualify the relationship. What's the, quali- let me qualify this relationship. I told somebody the other day I was concerned about some behavior that I was afraid it was going to compromise our relationship. Having our friends, right, our friend, our friendship was way more better, way more better to me than anything else. So qualify the purpose of your relationship. Ask the Lord. Stop rushing into everything. Chemistry and connection happens. That's cool. Qualify your relationship. Figure out what the purpose of this relationship is. Figure it out. Figure it out and make sure you're loving like Christ. Um, That's it for today. That's it. I need to give you a prayer. I need to give you a prayer for your relationships and your friendships. Remember, it's not all about you. Remember, there's always room for another friend. Remember that. Remember, don't practice selfishness, selflessness. Be generous, right? Love one another. (laughs) Love one another. Here's your prayer for friendship. Dear Lord, teach me to love others the way you first loved me. As I build relationship with others, let them see you in the extent of my generosity, the authenticity of my kindness and the depths of my love. All of those things are only possible through you, the God who abides with me and calls me friends, amen. Your friendships should replicate your relationship with Christ. If you think your relationship with Christ is Point on. You spot on. And your relationship with Christ and your relationships are jacked up, then your relationship with Christ ain't point on, ain't spot on. It don't add up. Can't love God, not love people. Can't serve God, not serve people. Your relationship's jacked up. Your relationship with God is probably jacked up. Now, I'm just being real. Your relationship with God probably ain't on point somewhere. It probably ain't on point somewhere. It probably ain't on point. Probably missing somewhere. My compassion and stuff grew when I saw how funky I was in some places. My pastor taught last night the glory of the Lord will expose whatever's in your life that don't look like Him. So if you're asking for more glory to experience God more, it's exposed things. It made me look in at this situation of how to be a friend a friend you my friend friends love at a different level in a different capacity i'm not calling you my friend and i'm gonna mistreat you or i don't also proximity time spent you have spend time with your friends you got to connect to your friends i'm not calling you my friend i'm not calling you my friend and we're not loving each other and i'm not supporting you and it's not unconditional it's not the type of friend that i am I love, I love in spite of, I love, I don't care how you treat me, you can disappear. And if I really consider you, my friend, I promise you, when you come back in the game, we're going to love just the same. Don't mean we don't deal with the issues. Don't mean I don't have no conversation with you. But my love for you doesn't unwaver based on your behavior. Real friendship ain't lined up like that. Real love ain't lined up like that. If we love it like Christ in the way we supposed to, we should have healthy relationships, healthy friendships. So evaluate we well, evaluate this, go back and watch this again so that you can be everything you need to be to the people that you're supposed to be connected to. Don't push away the people that God is sending in your life to love you because it's uncomfortable because you've had dysfunctional relationships or friendships in other spaces. Well, that's it for today. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. I could teach on friendship. I could teach on relationship all day. This is this is. There's characteristics to really being a good friend. There's characteristics of being a good friend. If you're just logging on, get back in, get the beginning of this teaching. God is so powerful in this teaching, teaching us how to have healthy relationships, teaching us how to have healthy friendships so that we can be absolutely everything we need to be to each other, I, I, to be, I'm down for mine. I'm down, like I'm down for mine. I'm telling you, my friendship saved my marriage. Help, good friendships have helped restore me. Right? Good friendships are necessary. Good friendships are necessary. So connect to those that God has sent in your life for a unique purpose so that you can evolve. This man got healed because his friends were in place this man got healed because his friends were in place he got saved your friends are going to accelerate you robert you talk talking about two part two tomorrow i know i think i'm taking off tomorrow i think i'm taking off tomorrow you girl need to take off tomorrow we'll come back in with part two on monday i will be here saturday i need y'all to tune in saturday i have a special edition on saturday special edition edition saturday morning Focused on breast cancer. I'm going to take off tomorrow. I need to take off. My body is telling me to rest. I need to rest. When my body say rest, I need to rest. So I'm going to take off tomorrow. Not coming out. We're not, we're not live tomorrow. You can log on to the website, LaKeishaMJohnson.com, copy and conversations. We'll talk more about the characteristics of friendship. I want to study this more. I want to eat this more. I'm trying to be everything I need to be to everybody that I come in contact with. Go, go get. get on the YouTube channel. Good friendships are absolutely necessary, Barbara. And I'll see you guys Saturday, tune in Saturday. Not only do I have a special show Saturday, but I also have Saturday, a very special announcement. And you know what I'm gonna say, I love you so much. So we're off tomorrow, back Saturday, Monday. I love you guys so much. Do me a favor and go be loved today. Not loved. Some of y'all been saying go be loved today. No, you go and be loved to someone else. Express love to someone else. And I'll see you guys Saturday at 8 a.m. Okay. I love you so much. I am. I'm gonna give my rest. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta replenish myself. Um, uh, and I'll see y'all back here in the morning. Love y'all so so much. Peace.